What's up, internet and smart devices and whatever else you do to use to listen to podcasts? Welcome to Control-Alt-Tech Plus. I'm your host, Jeff Gretler. Control-Alt-Tech is our IT pro web show, but we can no longer fit it all into one hour streaming to your device, so we decided to attack your ears with the podcast and a little overtime. Uh, as you probably watch, we had an awesome episode about SSD, thanks to our sponsors, Micron, and we decided, you know what? Let's use these same guests and keep talking about SSDs. You want to do that? That sounds great. So... Right here on my left, you can't see my left, but trust me, he's right here on my left. Please welcome Stargeeker. Stargeeker, what's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. You know that you did great on the show? You're awesome. I know. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> so I want you to tell him a little bit about yourself or your real name, unless you can't share it because of legal reasons. I'm in the witness protection program. Yeah, so you can make up your name. Smith. CJ Smith? Yeah, I'm CJ Wood. I am the IT director of Decorative Interiors, which is an interior design franchise organization. Um, I work at their corporate headquarters, which is located in Easton, Maryland. Um, internally, I have about 30 users, but I also have about 300 uh, remote users I have to support. And uh, on my spare time, I really like the kayak. Oh, you do? Yes. Yes. And what's your favorite internet meme? I would say the troll face or the Watt meme. Oh, those are both good. <laughs> Also joining us again, please welcome the Donut Destroyer. How we doing, everyone? What's up, Chris? So uh, my name is Christopher Spradlin. I am the Director of Data Center Solutions for Baypoint Technology in the Cleveland area of Ohio. And uh, I've been in IT now uh, professionally for over 10 years. Um, pretty much though, so my entire life has been spent behind a computer and working on a keyboard. Forever, right? It, pretty much forever. It feels like forever. And another fun fact also about me is I am also an avid kayaker as CJ is. This is a Control-Alt-Tech Plus first. Two, count them, two avid kayakers. We are just two peas in a pod. That's right. <laughs> but Chris, I'm not going to let you go without telling me your favorite internet meme. Uh, my favorite internet meme right now is actually the one with uh, Chris Bushover. The, uh, the IT director of Spiceworks, um, pretty much you can take that picture and turn it into any meme and it just turns to gold. So He is a walking meme. <laughs> All right. So we had a great episode uh, for you. For those of you who did not watch the episode, go ahead and watch that with our BOD at uh, itprowebshow.com or follow us in the community, Control Tech. But we talked about SSDs. So we're going to keep on that, but we're going to take a little bit of a history lesson because... You can't have a future without knowing what happened in the past. So, uh, CJ, I'm going to start with you. Well, what was the size of your first hard drive? I'm going to say four. You're going to say four? I'm going to say four gigs. I think it's four. If I remember, it was early 90s, somewhere around there. I had a two gig hard drive, and I remember my uncle who worked for Grumman Corporation, he's like, that hard drive is like Godzilla compared to my hard drive. So... Chris, what, what was the size of your first hard drive? I want to say it was about 512 megabytes. Oh, wow. Uh, my first computer was a Macintosh from 1985, um, so it was actually older than I am. Unbelievable. And, and I don't feel like there was storage constraints like there are now. I mean, how, how have we seen, like, as far as, like, I mean, you know, SSDs, it's all about write speeds and durability and not failing. But when, back then, I, I don't... It just seemed like it was more about storage back then. Am, am I being delusional? Well, you know, I think um, the reason why storage has needed to grow the way it has, you know, you've gone from 512 megabyte drives to, you know, 
four terabyte drives they have out now. Um, I think the the big reason for that is because our our data is just increasing, and also um, things like images are getting more uh, complex, and uh, image scenes are getting more complex. Uh, take for instance the old Nintendo system, eight bit graphics. You can take uh, I think they had probably sixteen hundred games for the NES, and you can take all of those and put them on a five hundred twelve megabyte flash drive. That is that just blows my mind. You know, but you can't even fit even you know one tenth of a of a video game today, or you know at all and put it on you know a, a flash drive you just couldn't do that you, you need gigs upon gigs of space to handle the information that's out there today and just for you know for work purposes in the office it was standard i mean everybody pretty much just had the the one meg floppy and that was enough for work and that just the how many one meg files are there really now i mean just talking about like temp files, but then there's like hundred. Can you you can't really even store anything on there anymore, right? You can't even put a PowerPoint file on there anymore. <laughs> no, no. I mean, with all the stuff that's embedded in there, it just seems crazy. That how did we get here from there? Like, it just seems like uh, I, I read a statistic somewhere. It's just like from the beginning of the time to like the fifties. You know, there was more. And then from the 50s to the 70s, more, hap- more technology happened in 20 years than from like the 50s all the way from like the beginning of time. Somebody could correct me. That sounds preposterous, but it ha- it's been doubling quickly, right? It has. And now just the size of, you know, it's stand- like everyone's pretty much right now getting standard 512 gig drives. I mean, is that, that's, that just boggles my mind. Yeah, and it's, it's actually, I mean, it, it's come a long way. I mean, you got to think back then, you know, people were working out of um, <clears throat> files that, you know, it might have held a, a bunch of just plain text data, but that plain text data is, is exactly what it sounds like, plain text. There's nothing to it. Um, nowadays, you've got, you know, these extremely large, you know, SQL databases out there and other types of uh, databases that just contain, um, you know, columns upon columns upon rows of information, and uh, it's we needed to expand we needed to evolve our storage and i, I think um i think now we're, we're to the point where we need to we maybe need to do that again yeah and, and it probably will change within a year like doesn't it seem like now do you think right now ssds how long before they are the standard like there is no more moving hard drives i mean it seems like it could happen like next week it could happen next week. It could happen in two years. It could happen in four years, but it's coming. So you need to prepare yourself for that. Yeah. And so, you know, we were talking about a little bit on the show about, you know, the, it's driving the price down to traditional hardware, but that hardware is still hanging around because somebody with budget constraints that are not really interested in speed, write speeds, they're just interested in gobs and gobs of storage. But as soon as the price, you know, f- for those SSDs that you're going to get the same amount of storage with the speed, I think. That'll be the end, right? Absolutely. Well, um, maybe. I, I think as SSDs come down in price, um, standard hard drives are also going to keep coming down in price. And you're always going to have that cheap CEO who wants to have a better profit share. And so you know he's still going to go with the hard drives even despite how much solid state drives have dropped in price. So you're always going to have you know, that, that member of management that you know, wants to be cheap about it. Um, maybe not in every organization, but that, that is you know, a real fact of the matter. Um, I personally feel that solid state drives are going to replace hard drives um, <clears throat> once 
once the companies developing these devices no longer have a need to produce hard drives, when it becomes cheaper for them to produce um, flash storage as opposed to spinning disks. All right, so we've been talking a lot about, you know, just how storage has changed in the front end. So just for that user, what, what about us as, you know, the IT pros, the sysadmins, how is that storage changing for us in the server room when it comes to SSDs? Well, it changes to us. Um, it gives us the reliability of the flash storage versus the disks. So I'm spending less time um, rebuilding RAID, you know, um, my, my RAID array. I, d I do remember just how that that's feeling in your stomach when you know that you're about to have to rebuild your RAID. You just you just hear the clicking and you see the system is pretty much just dragging and. It's awesome because it's doing what it's supposed to do, but it's still a pretty helpless feeling, right? When you think so now that that's going to kind of go away with SSDs, that durability is going to just save that? Um, actually, I, I, yeah, I do believe um, solid state drives are, are set up to, to outlive the devices that you put them in. Um, the durability factor, no moving parts whatsoever. Yeah, that's that's going to eliminate a lot of problems. No longer are you going to walk in the server room and hear click, 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 and you know have a, a you know mild heart attack just walking in. That's uh, bad news bears. Oh yeah, just to have those. Uh, you know, we were talking a little bit about it at the show. You know, talk a little bit about the how the right times. So it basically the, the drive is labeled to last for a certain number of writes. Is is that more of just like a marketing deal, or is that going to be more about the you know the the sysadmin is not really going to worry about that because it's got to be better than what we were dealing with before. It has to be better, right? Yeah, you can't you can't look at that um, as as your doomsday if your drive because you're not going to get sleep at night. Yeah, yeah, it's essentially you know if somebody somebody came in and told you like Jeff, you have five years to live exactly five years to live you know you can't take their word for that and you know live like you only have five years to live you need to just keep going so it's it's not good to look at that clock or to look at that counter of how many rights you're getting it's you you won't have to worry about that by the time you hit that number of rights the device you put that solid state drive in is going to be dead it's already going to be gone and so what would you say right now so do you think storage right now is the biggest concern in as far in the server room and in the data centers? Are people concerned with how much storage they need or how fast that storage? Or you, you guys think that's kind of overhyped and there's other things going on in the server room that we have to worry about? Budgets is number one. Budgets. You, you got to get over the budget hump before you can even talk about the storage right. and how you can implement it. Yeah. And there's a lot of people, I mean, we've, we've all done it. We've, we've had a shop for devices on eBay. I mean... It just somehow it became a thing that it was okay. And it just, especially when we're trying to keep, you know, it just seems like before devices were made to build to last, whether it's a server or a washing machine or cars, but now we have a very much a pluck and chuck, you know, society where it's just like these smartphones are in our hand. They're awesome. They're, they're built on flash and they can do everything that you need, but they're only good for two years. I mean, so we're we're getting accustomed to it's okay just throw it out and get another one and that's that that doesn't jive with everybody's budget right? No, but you also have to look at the the warranties for the SSDs. I mean, a lot of them come with five years, and you're not going to find that with a regular hard drive. No, no way. Just for a drive to last five years, yeah, that's a lot of hard drives clicking out there. If you 
For those of you at home, that's a lot of clicking that you're about to hear if you don't have that. Now, Chris, you you were talking about on the show, you have a lot of Flash already in your data center, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So how did, was that like, was that a conscious decision that you did like a, a big migration or was it slowly you started just replacing all your traditional storage or, and it just happened one day. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. You know, it's actually, um, it's been a slow process. Uh, I wouldn't say it's been turtle slow, but it is, a, it is a slow rollout process to replace, you know, as many drives, especially in our data center, um, that need to be replaced. We started out with, you know, a SAN device and then a NAS device. And now we're slowly, um, switching over the rest of the standard hard drives out to solid state drives and some other different servers. Um, but it, it is a slow rollout process because, you know, CJ's right, that, that budget factor is there. Um, even for, you know, a company that does have an enterprise class data center, you know, you still have budget restrictions that you have to follow and abide right. by. And, you know, you have to show the return on investment, you know, for the items that you're purchasing before you purchase them. And that's not always the easiest thing to do. No. Um, now with solid state drives coming down more in price, you can justify the, the return on investment a lot easier. So we're, uh, we're, you know, we're slowly progressing to roll out nothing but SSDs. Moving forward, we will no longer buy standard hard drives at all. Right. Now, CJ, you, know, I mean, you were telling us on the show a little bit earlier about your budget problems. How do, you, how do you approach knowing that this is looming, that you need to do this, but you might not be able to just because of finances? How do you approach a migration? I have to approach it um, logically. I have to show the return. I can't just show how much it costs. I have to show what they're going to get out of it. And then if I if I keep at it and I press on, uh, eventually they they see that and they recognize it and then they're able to let me to continue on. Okay. So the truth is relentless. So, all right. So let's talk about it. I'm going to, and you guys forgive me, I'm going to use the C word here. We're going to talk about the cloud. Oh, no. Yes. Whatever we want to call it, it's storage that is not in our building. How is that going to change the speed or the evolution of how storage? Because before that was not even a thing, right? You, you were, all your storage was in-house. Now you have the ability that you might not need to buy a SAN because you might get some cloud storage somewhere. Do you think that's going to slow down evolution or speed it up? I see it speeding it up. Um, the larger enterprise class data centers that are, you know, hosting most, uh, people's cloud platforms um, or, you know, people's hosted infrastructures or hosted storage, those places like the AWSs of the world, um, you know, and, and things like that, they they have the budget and they're already using solid state drives. Right. They don't have any, you know, Amazon, I hope Amazon doesn't have any, you know, regular hard drives in their data center. If not, I want my money back. <laughs> um, you know, us in our data center, like I said, we're moving forward. We're never buying another regular hard drive. It's It's all solid state, you know, from here on out. Um, and we host a lot of infrastructures as well. So, I mean, it's beneficial for our clients um, to be on that type of infrastructure rather than standard hard drives. So, if anything, I see it speeding up the evolution. Um, the more hosted environments and hosted infrastructures you see, um, the more these data centers that are hosting these environments are going to upgrade their devices and their hardware. And more people are going to adapt it as their local ISPs are continuing um, to improve their their upload and download bandwidth as well because that's a, a part of the bottlenecks it's not just the speed of the of the disk drives it's just also the speed of, of their network and, and by and by seeing that um I, I i thoroughly believe that this is going to take off very fast so uh do you guys have any advice on people who are right now still researching on how to approach a 
a flash storage migration. So I'd say most of the people that are still on the fence about making a migration budget is probably the one thing that's getting in their way. Um, you have to show, you know, your, your C levels and your upper management, um, why this is a good investment and how there will be a return on the investment. I'm sure you won't, you know, these solid state drives aren't going to start spitting out $20 bills or anything like that. But what it does give you is efficiency and overall raises your productivity of your employees. Your employees themselves are an investment. You know, you want to get everything you can out of that investment. So you want your employees working as efficiently as possible and getting the most productivity out of those employees. Solid state drives are that answer. They're not going to have to wait 20 minutes anymore to boot up their computer in the morning or Jan from accounting isn't going to have to be twiddling her thumbs for 10 minutes waiting for QuickBooks to load. Um, the solid state drive is going to do that, you know, 10,000 times quicker than a standard hard drive. Did you get that, Jan? Oh, we saw what you were doing. <laughs> no, but it is true. Uh, people are learning to get their coffee a lot faster thanks to SSDs for sure. So CJ, you want to have any final advice or, or warnings? Uh, we were talking a little bit about, you know, you were more about the, the doomsday preppers and how, how they shouldn't take that approach to management. They should be more of an optimist when you're trying to sell a migration. Yeah, I would say for those who haven't bought into the solid state technologies because they're looking up the negatives and they're just pointing it out and be like, okay, yep, there's an excuse. I don't have to do it. I would just say just stop because if you're if you're going to look up solid states and trying to find the negatives with that, then you should do the same thing with hard drives too. And I guarantee you, you'll find more with the spinning disk than you would with the flash technology. Uh, with, the, with the limited rights, um, with the with the firmware corruption, uh, just I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay any, any attention to that because I have solid states who have outlasted any any hard drive that's right so to sum it up we will quote the travelocity gnome and say stop and smell the roses all right thank you to star geeker and donut destroyer for joining us in our inaugural episode of control alt tech plus and also thank you to our great sponsors at micron who made not only the control alt tech live stream but the control alt tech podcast possible so don't forget to follow control alt tech in the community where you can see not only this past episode about ssds but all our past episodes for our past three seasons and don't forget to join us for our next episode on april 24th so until then don't forget to control tech yourself before you wreck yourself